hang on, I gotta see what Marie posted in wife chat. I don't know what Marie Supergirl's... is posting in wife chat. Marie, you're in. Yeah, you're no in shit. The room. You can talk about it. You can get in here. The cam, the mic is right here. I just heard an yeah, they they were. Mm. God, Supergirl was uh hey everyone welcome to our supergirl podcast we are going to talk was, uh welcome to the supernatural levels of i what's the like, ship name what's the carolina ship name carolina is it carolina I don't know. I've... no i think it's literally just um it was it was literally just um uh cara and lena Kara, they didn't have like a fun name. Lena no, Ship. I don't think they do that anymore. That's Supercorp. The name of the Supercorp. ship is Supercorp. Okay, that's good, that makes actually. sense. Yeah, that's bad actually. No, yeah, because it's like Supergirl in the corporate shithead. Supercorp and L Corp. She named her company L Corp. <laughs> I have no idea if Cassie, Cassie, if Maurice coming and okay, dear listeners. Apparently, hi. hi, um, my name is Fabby. Hi, listeners. Hi, uh, my name is Fabby. You may know me from some ch- su- some hits. You may know me from such hits as uh, "Let's Steal a Podcast," "Queer Formers Animated," and nothing else. I haven't done any other podcasts ever in my life. Uh, I and two of my friends have just drank one point... Caution wear alcohol. <laughs> we have just drank 1.5 liters of sake. And between three of us. So I'm a little drunk. I'm a little tipsy. And She's a little tipsy. Hey, yeah. Cassidy. What are we going to do now that you have me drunk? Hey, babe. You have me drunk here. What are you going to do with me? We're gonna what talk about Doctor Who? Hell yeah! Wait, give me a second. I pull out my sonic screwdriver. You pull out your Hitachi magic wand. Shut up! It's my seventh Doctor Sonic <laughs> screwdriver. Nice. It doesn't vibrate or anything. It's just a piece of like plastic that makes one sound doesn't have any lights or any colors or anything like the newer ones it doesn't spin like the newer ones it's just a piece of plastic that makes one sound oh if you think that that has a lot of sex toy jokes wait until you see the 13th dr sonic screwdriver well jody whittaker i okay so last time let, yeah. We need to we need where, to establish a base. Establish where you are on Doctor Who. So I have watched New Who from the beginning till Ooh. till the season where Capaldi is with Arya Stark. That's the last season of Who I saw. Honestly, that was the worst season. I remember really, really liking it. I'm sorry, but I didn't. I remember... This was years ago. I'm really, really liking it. Outside of New Who, I have watched most of Old Who, which I know... Most of what's available to watch of Old Who. Uh, I watched a lot of Six Doctor. Because some of it... Yeah? Some of it is just lost to the ether. 
Uh, I've watched a lot of Sixth Doctor and Seventh Doctor. They're my favorites. I've even watched a lot of Second Doctor, including the ones that are semi-lost, that they just have the the stills of it, or like weird computer renders. I have watched those. I have listened to hundreds, several hundreds of hours of Doctor Who audio dramas, especially about the Sixth, Seventh, and Eighth Doctor. Those are my favorites. I have watched the Eight Doctor movie, um, and I have read a couple of books, both the Eight Doctor Adventures and some of the Virgin New Adventures. So this is all the Doctor Who knowledge I I come with for this podcast. Nice. I'm just looking up Sylvester McCoy, the Seventh Doctor's nice tits. You have to IMDb tell people. Why, 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 why did you just say tits? I have no idea why you would say that. <laughs> and uh, Sylvester McCoy was in Sense8. Yes, he was. He uh, nice. plays a very big part near the end. Sense8, a series with a lot of problems that's very near and dear to my heart. The trans character means a lot to me. And also the Mexican queer character. Uh, the couple Mexican queer characters mean like the world to me. So, uh, but I understand all the problems it had with all the other characters. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Doctor... This is completely unscripted and mm-hmm. unprepared for, by the way. All you said is, hey, I have a fun idea for hanging out. What if I told you what has happened in Doctor Who uh, in a while because you haven't seen it? And I said, great, I'm going to go drinking with some friends. Is it okay if I'm drunk for this? And you said yes. Hell yeah. Also, you look very... The more chaotic, the better. Maybe I should have said this before we started recording, but you look really beautiful today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love that shirt. You do too, but you always look beautiful. Oh, shut up! You always look beautiful. Hmm. Tell me about Doctor Who. So, uh, you know, uh, you saw Arya Stark, mm-hmm. and she she became immortal. You yes. know that. Yes. Um, then there was a Zygon two-parter, which... Sure. I mean, the, the Zygons, they were doing their thing. They were a secret invasion sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Also, just like, kind of, ugh. Just like... Yeah. Anyway, that was that was also a unit two-parter. Okay. I think I saw that one. Hmm. Okay. Uh, then there was the one where with um Bethany Black, uh, Sleep No More. I did where see that one, yes. The sand monsters were there, yep. Uh, Face the Raven, where Clara dies. I think so. I honestly uh, yeah. don't care about Clara, and I barely remember yeah. her. Yeah, uh, then Heaven Sent, the super fantastic Rachel Talale-directed Doctor solo adventure where he's, like, in a castle and this this monster is chasing after him very slowly and he's trying to find his way out of it and he finds the TARDIS behind a wall of, like, diamond, it, basically. Is it the one where he's trapped there for, like... Yes, of billions years. and billions yeah, of years. Yeah, that one was really good. And he keeps good. dying. That yeah. one was really, really good. I saw that, that one. That one was so good, yeah. Uh, then Hellbent, where uh, the Doctor goes back than... to Gallifrey. Pardon? I said, maybe I saw more than what I thought. Okay, I don't remember huh. the Doctor going back to Gallifrey. 
uh, um, kills kills Rassilon, who then regenerates into a black woman. Don't remember um, this. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, there was a bit with um the weeping angels in the basement of some time lord place. Um. Whipping angels became yada, yada. so overused. I don't. I don't care. Oh, uh, they. I think they had very high potential in mm. season thirteen, the latest season. Okay. But they just fell off at the last minute mm. because the season was okay, cut short question. due to COVID. Have you liked Doctor Who since I stopped watching it? Did you like? I the have Jody quite liked it with the kicker with with the, the Jody stuff. I've quite liked Jody's stuff. Okay. Uh, I previously watched Broadchurch, okay. which had both yeah. Jody and was run by um, Chris Chimnall, the showrunner. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty good. It was very serious. It had David Tennant in it. Yes, I have heard of Broadchurch. I haven't watched it, but I have had heard Had Olivia Common in it. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to watch it, big content warning for child sexual assault. That's the main like okay, then. driving point of the plot. Yeah. Also, child murder. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, that season ends up with Clara and Arya Stark, now both immortal in different ways, uh, running around the galaxy in a TARDIS shaped like a diner. Okay. Which is pretty cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, they don't do anything with it, though. Great. They, they have some, they, they tease, they do the, like, bisexuality tease, mm-hmm. but nothing ever comes of it. Great. That sort of thing. Um, then there's, oh Jesus, 2015, that's ages ago, but only so few seasons. God, yeah, I, I thought mm. I was a guy back then. Oh, big mood. <laughs> 2015 I mean, was I was so deeply closeted, but yeah. Uh, so the special then was called The Husbands of River Song. Uh, basically, Peter Capaldi turns up uh, with River Song having an adventure, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know he's the doctor. Oh, okay. And so he gets to be the, her companion. Oh, okay, that's neat. Yeah, and there's this awesome scene where he goes into the TARDIS for the first time and he really plays up Great. how he thinks people should react and... That's like, cute. Oh, my entire understanding of space and time is all. I, I really like. Up. I really like Capaldi as a doctor. Capaldi was so. good. I think of New Who. He's my mm. favorite. He's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah, for me, I would go Capaldi, Eccleston, Smith, Tennant. Yeah, I think Smith is high, uh, lower than Tennant for me. I think Smith is. Probably the weakest Doctor okay. out of the revised That's season fair. so far. Just because I thought Moffat was really getting up himself those seasons. Yeah, that's fair. I was thinking more of performance than just mm. the writing, but that's totally fair. Yeah, and then um, they, during that special, they finish up the River Song subplot where he finally takes her to Derillium to see mm-hmm. the Singing Towers and... Gives her his sonic screwdriver, and uh, then her next mission is in the library yeah. in season four, where she dies, and that's sweet. That, and that's like, nice. Yeah, and also a 
a single night on Derillium, which is the amount she said they spent there last 24 years, which Aww. is very cool. That's cute. That's always fun. Yeah. Um. Then... There are a couple of little mini-sodes, and then next season. Yeah. So season 10, the Bill season. No uh, the season Bill where Bill is a black lesbian. Okay. Played by Here we go. Pearl Mackey. Uh, Pearl Mackey, she hasn't seen much work since, but uh, she did do, like, uh, she... Oh, she's also openly bisexual. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, she also was in, like, a, I can't remember if it was not radio. Um, it was, was that, um, or Audible. He, Audible. She was in an Audible drama. Okay. Um, apparently she's doing a bit of theatre. Uh, she was in a very well-advertised Audible drama. She's doing a couple of movies... Oh, actually, wow. She got a lot of work in 2018, 2019 right. in television and stuff. Cool. So that's cool. Yeah. It's good that she's going well. Good for um, her. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Gomez returned as the master. Okay, where she yeah. was being held captive in uh, the doctor's basement while he was a professor at a university where Bill worked. Sure. Yeah. Um, also featuring Matt Lucas as Nardole. Huh. Um, it was, it was fine. Uh, the season, like, special Return of Dr. Mysterio, I think is so forgettable. Uh, the pilot, uh, Bill falls in love with a girl and okay. she turns into both an alien spaceship and the spaceship's fuel. Sure, that's... That's all I know about lesbian relationships. Yeah. One of them gets wet. hey Yeah. Uh, there is a pretty cool concept episode where they go to, like, a... Uh, like, a... Uh, like, a... Colony on a planet. And they meet these robots mm-hmm. that are, like, medical droids. Okay. And the droids are stupid... So they think that anyone who is upset is also sick. Okay. And they think the only way to stop the sickness from spreading is to kill the people. Great. And Also, it, didn't they bi- do this before? I feel like they did this plot before. Like, around... They, the... I think Happiness Patrol, yeah. sort of. But, yeah. But, also, but this is like... Yeah, there was also yeah. that one uh, Smith episode where there were robots... That, yes. that were Beast healers below. and killed you. Oh, yeah, that one too. It's, hap- yeah. it's happened a couple of times, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think this, from what I remember, that was probably one of the better episodes. Okay. Um, also, they were called Emoji Bots because, like... It was 2016? Yeah. It was, twi- it was 2017, oh, but okay. yeah. Um, Thin Ice... Which was like a historical one where they were in 1814 London. Okay. Um, that was cool. Uh, there was a monster under the ice. Uh, the doctor punched out a racist, which is very cool. That's always nice. This is this is still Capaldi, right? This is still Capaldi. Uh, 
Knock Knock, which which had David Suchet in it, uh, aka it. Poirot. Oh, Poirot! Hercule Poirot. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. He, he's like the the Belgian Columbo. He's the Belgian Columbo. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Belgian Columbo is Tintin. Oh, but also, but also. Poirot. Why are there so many Belgium detectives? I need to make a tweet that says Poirot is the Belgian Colombo. Give me a second. Doofenshmirtz with two pennies. <laughs> uh, that was kind of a haunted house sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, like a sort of three-parter where the doctor goes Poirot blind. is Belgian, right? Am I imagining that? Who? Poirot is Belgian, yes. Okay. Uh there was some monks who take over the world and rewrite history. But were they? Uh, were any of those monks the monk from Old Who? No. Okay. Huh. Uh, there was. There was this one where um, the, there where a bunch of Victorian soldiers end up on Mars and fight the um. I know you're in the podcast. Uh huh. I know I'm the in the podcast. Sure. Sure. I like that game. The game's fun. Hi, we're recording this during the Game Awards, so Marie yeah. might fuck just one fuck the Game Awards. Two, yeah, fuck uh, the Game Awards. Activision recognize the ABK Union. Three, go support the ABK Union. There's a GoFundMe. Uh, for... Yes, put the um, yeah, what what should we call it? Strike fund. Yeah, yeah. Go go donate uh, URL, to the URL URL is fuckbobbykotick.com. Really? That redirects to it. Yes. Oh, that that. I w- I was watching the Orange Groves coverage before this. Oh, did they make that? I think they made that. Great. Or maybe. Anyway, uh, I need to make um, a tweet about that then. It's very cool. Hi. Yes, I know we're um, recording a podcast, but I'm making a tweet. Yeah, that's fine. This is this is casual. This is basically hangouts. Hanging around is just no fun when you're alone. All of my adventures start when I pick up the phone. So come on and sleep. Oh, Together we'll dream in time. Nothing's gonna stop us having fun. I'm just Sleep gonna tweet fuck Bobby Kodak. Oh no, if I tweet fuckbobbykodak.com, it just switches it to the thing? Okay, so I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm gonna delete that. Delete. Make a new tweet. Go to fuck Bobby Kotick. And then I'm gonna do parenthesis dot. Oh, nice. Laura Kinney getting vampired. I don't know what that means. Oh, Laura Kinney getting um, blood sucked by Jubilee. Oh, yeah. I have that comic book in my wall. It's cute. Well, it's hot. Yeah, I it should is say. hot. Anyway, we were talking about Doctor Who, I believe. I think that's we what were we talking about, to talk about. We were talking about Victorians mm-hmm. trying to colonize Mars. As they do. 
as they do, um, there, there's, uh, there's some Ice Warriors, Return of the Ice Warriors after that episode on the submarine, um, there's an Ice Empress and she has lipstick. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does a funny misandry and she only talks to Bill, which is very cool. Love a funny misandry. Um, Yeah. That's that's basically it. They resolve that. Uh, there's a historical one with uh, some picked tribes people and the Roman legions. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Then the season-ending two-parter, which is uh, Missy has... Uh, character developed, and the Doctor has decided that it's her turn to be the Doctor. Oh. So. Sure. She, the Doctor and Bill, and Nardole, go onto a spaceship that is trying to escape a black hole, Mm -hmm. and it's her responsibility to save everyone. Okay, that sounds good. The thing is, things get out of hand very quickly when Bill is shot through the chest. No, Bill! And killed. What?! They killed the yeah. lesbian? They sort of did, but sort of didn't. Moffat is even worse than X-Men when it comes to keeping people dead. Oh, this is still Moffat? probably good. Okay. This is still Moffat. God, yeah. he went forever. Yeah. So, she gets taken yeah. downstairs by some mysterious people in, like, cloth hoods. I have no idea. We just got to the she- part where she gets killed. Yeah, so she gets taken downstairs by some people in some cloth hoods. Okay. The, and the I hate is, people with cloth hoods. Yeah, you're really not going to like these ones. Great! Um, so she gets taken downstairs, and because that part of the ship is further away from the wormhole, the part closer to the wormhole is going a lot slower in terms of time. So for every second that passes where the Doctor and Missy and Nardole are, Okay. Like a day passes where Bill Who's is. Na- so, spell Nadal to me. Let me find this character. N A R D O L E. Matt Lucas, the hairless guy. N A L D. N A R D O L E. R D L E. I'll just type it out for you. Oh, okay. Oh! Huh. This is a character? Yeah, he's just he's just the guy. He's just the actor. He's just like a nerdy dude. No, he's just an alien who is with the doctor. Uh, Actually, he was all right in this. But does he have any like characteristics or? I mean, he's kind of weird. He's just Matt Lucas. He's just the sure. actor. Yeah. So, uh. So, downstairs, mm-hmm. in the hospital, yes. um, Bill actually gets fixed up. They have some pretty advanced medicine down there, and she spends, like, months hanging out with this scruffy dude uh, called George. Sure. Uh, no, not George. Um, Razor. Th- that's a very different name than George. <laughs> I yeah, was like, oh, I, is I she going to say, like, John, Ringo, Paul, Racer? 
my favorite yeah. beetle racer. <laughs> I don't think they actually ever mentioned the name during the show, but um, so basically then months how do you later. Know his name? Pardon? Then how do you know his name? Oh, because I'm looking at the wiki page. Oh. Just to refresh my memory. Okay. okay, so finally the Doctor, Missy, and Nadal make it down to the level where Bill is at. Uh, but... So Missy encounters Razor, mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh, it took me a while to figure out who you were. Do you like disguises? I like disguises. I didn't use them for a couple of years. But it's sometimes necessary. And then he pulls off the mask and he says, when you're someone's former prime minister and it's John Sims master. <sighs> sure. It's actually quite okay. a good reveal. If you say it's good. Me- yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the doctor has <laughs> found uh, uh, like wow. a recovery room. Um, wow. What's his name? What's the name of the doctor? What's the name of the doctor? Peter Capaldi? Uh, wow, Capaldi, your mom lets you have two masters. Oh. Don't mention the doctor's mom when we get to it, but yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, so the doctor finds a recovery room from the surgery because this is the hospital, and he finds a Cyberman. Okay. A Mondasian Cyberman. Like the original, original okay, Cyberman. Okay, they're like big clunky ones. The ones with the cloth socks. Yeah. The weird that, ones. Those were the ones, like, the one, the very, very first ones. Yeah, the, the ones like, that have, like, the weird motor in front of them. Yes. Yeah, these ones. And yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm looking for Bill Potts. Please, I just want to find Bill Potts. And... Uh, turns out this Cyberman is actually Bill Potts. Huh. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, next episode. Great. Is that how it ends? Is this a two-parter? This is a two-parter. So, basically, they escape with Bill, the Cyberman, uh, and Missy, and... The master gets knocked out with, a, like, an electric charge or whatever mm-hmm. uh, to a higher floor, uh, which is, a, like, a simulated countryside. Huh. And they prepare to defend the villagers from the Cybermen. And Bill's locked up in the barn. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of weird, uncomfortable racist elements in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, basically what happens is... Uh, the Doctor manages to, like, sort of free Bill, but, like, also makes it into, like, the water monster that her girlfriend turned into at the start of the season. Okay. Uh, Missy and the Master prepare to leave on his TARDIS, uh, but she betrays him because she's too good now. Mm-hmm. She's become too good. Uh, and then she, he zaps her with a thing. So both of them are regenerating. Okay. Now. Uh, we don't see them regenerate, but they will. And... Isn't he just gonna regenerate into her? 
Yes, oh, and okay. that's why when Missy first turns up, she's with the Cybermen. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the Doctor is also regenerating. Oh! And he steps out... Yeah, there's something about... Um, fights off the Cybermen, but is wounded. Proceeds to blow up the whole floor. Yeah, he gets an explosion. Oh, no, wait. Heather, the water girl, uh, has changed sure. Bill into her... Heather the like water, water species. Girl. Yeah. So, to take do- the doctor's body back to the TARDIS before they leave to see the universe together. Uh, the doctor awakens as the regeneration process began and he s- attempts to stop it. He stumbles out of the TARDIS into a snowy landscape. And there he meets, played by David Bradley, the first doctor. So this is a double regeneration episode. This is both, like, an intro to the, like, the the 12th Doctor's regeneration and takes place between when the first Doctor regenerated into the second. And so they're all like, oh no, we don't want to regenerate. Um, But I think that's good, because Capaldi's Doctor is very first Doctor. He is, yeah. Uh, they uh, they play up a lot of the difference between them, though. That's good. For some that fucking reason, they make that. the. Yeah. For some reason, they make uh, David Bradley's first Doctor really like sexist, and he. Had, but he wasn't sex. He was old, yeah. but not sexist. Yeah. Uh, there's a fake Bill Potts at some point. Uh, they, the first Doctor. I know. Oh. Yeah. Um, they meet up with the good Dalek, uh, Rusty, the Dalek that turned good. Yeah. Um, oh, and they find, they end up in, like, this battlefield from World War One, and there's this guy who was going to die, but, like, time stopped for some reason. Mm-hmm. And there's something about this, like, organization saving memories of people who are about to die. Um, Yeah. Uh, and it, then it's revealed at the end of the episode when they've both accepted that they need to regenerate that this is the um, Brigadier, Brigadier Lethbridge-Stewart. I have a question. Played by Mark Gattis. Yeah. Is, does David Bradley play the Doctor in Adventures in Time and Space? Yes, Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. I, that, that one's good. Uh, David Bradley, also known for being Argus Filch in the Harry Potter films yeah. and Walter Frey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. In case, uh, for some reason, you're here and you don't know, Adventures in Time and Space is a re- it's not a very good like like mockumentary. historical like yeah, it's like a yeah, historical, it's a historical piece. It's like uh, what's it called when the space in a real thing? Uh, yeah, it's like a historical non-fiction thing. novel. Yeah, about the first. It's a TV show about Dramatized, the first yeah. Doctor Who show. The first series. Yeah, about, um... It's good! It's... Yeah, I think it's got Verity Lambert in mm-hmm. it. No, Verity yeah. Lambert is the person. I th- I mean the actor. Yes. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was... I'm pretty sure Sasha Dewan was in it. Um... It's good! People should watch it. And Space... Sasha Dewan, also known as a character from Iron Fist and... I still haven't uh, seen that. Oh, from the Spyfall two-parter of Doctor Who. Huh. Yeah. 
So it it was Sasha Dewan. Nice. Awesome. Uh, so uh, the Doctor regenerates in his TARDIS. It's blowing up. Also, it's blowing up. Uh, regenerates. It's blowing up. It's blowing up. It's, it's blowing, blowing up. up. It's there. Ooh. You yeah. got made for me. You got my. That's what you do, Bava. Hold it down. Oh. Hey, you're adorable. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Peter Capaldi regenerates into a woman. Oh, and of course she first she thinks she does is crash a car. Great. Woman drivers. Am I right? <laughs> it's me, Ricky Gervais. Hi, Ricky. Why do you keep calling me uh, uh, an abomination? Why are you a turf, Ricky? <laughs> anyway R- Ricky, um, why do you make out with Glinner? I mean, you can, <laughs> but why? He's not that attractive You could do better for yourself, Ricky and, Anyway uh, So Jody falls out of the TARDIS Uh-huh Just falls out hey, who's Like Jenny? hundreds of meters uh, Jody. Jody. Okay, I thought you said Jenny, and I'm like, did I miss a companion? Jenny, darling, you're my best friend. Jenny, darling, you're my best friend. Okay. Shout out to Studio Killers. It's a good song. Thank you for the it's gay good. anthem. Yeah. Um. So, and she falls into a train carriage in front of her three of her new companions. Okay. Uh, I know well, nothing ro- about her run except the 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 Rosa Parks episode. Yeah, that's so. Uh-huh. So there's Ryan Sinclair. Uh, he's a warehouse packer. He has dyspraxia. Um, uh, can you tell me what that is? Dyspraxia is like a mobility coordination cool. disorder. Yeah. Um. There's. Police constable. They say PC here. Uh huh. And hmm. Yasmin Khan. Player character Jasmin Khan. Yeah, Yasmin. Yeah, Yaz. We Yas. love Yaz. Um, Ryan's grandmother Grace. Okay. And her husband Graham. Is she a companion? Grace. Grace and Graham. Grace dies at the end of this episode. Ooh, more old people companions. Uh, there is Graham, but Grace and Ryan are black, which mm. killing off the black woman just after they killed off another black black woman. Yep. Not good. Wait, is she is is Bill dead? Bill is sort of dead, but she's also not, but she's Great. basically written off. She's something. Uh Graham is old though. Okay. Graham is an old man. Graham Beald. Uh, so there's a floating orb of like electric wires and mm-hmm. uh, some something. The doctor makes a new sonic screwdriver, and I'm gonna paste it in the chat. Shoot, babe. Talk to. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Looking kind of. Huh? 
Hmm. You have the dolphin head. Yeah, it's curved for your pleasure. It's curved for her pleasure. I kind of yeah. like it. It does I mean, look it like a dildo. I kind of like it. She have actually you, made it without the TARDIS. Have you seen TARDIS. the new... Babe, have you seen the Jodie Foster's uh, Sonic Jody Foster's. Cassidy, send it to Marie. I'll put it in wife chat. Yeah, put it in wife chat. Uh, it just looks like a dildo. Yeah, I saw that in stores. I kind of want one. It looks really bad and, uh, as and, a toy. Oh, does it? Yeah. I think it that's the toy like version, a, yeah. It's a shitty, broken prop. Mm. The toy, anyway. Yeah, uh, that hmm. is in the uh, Power Rangers live action reboot. I kind of like it. Uh, well, it was on clearance forever. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'd this buy is that. The, this is yeah, the better one. I'd buy that. Alright, you can fuck yourself with it, I guess. Not, not in the podcast, babe. People think I'm, like, pure and innocent <laughs> online. Huh? If there's one thing people gotta know about uh -huh. my Fabby Bear, I is am that a she's pure and innocent, and innocent maiden. Who has never been vibe-checked in her life. Never. Neither pure or maiden. Yeah, also she made it in a metalworking workshop with, like, a couple of spoons. Oh, which she is, is pretty trans. Impressive. Yeah, she is trans. Yeah, she, she does did... metalworking. She's yeah. trans. Is that a stereotype? Yeah, kinda. I know of, like, the one trans metalworker, so I'm calling it a stereotype now. I mean, I probably know a trans metalworker as well. I know two, to be fit. TBH. I know two. Actually, probably two, yeah. There's Damn. one on YouTube and one on TikTok. They're not the same. Yeah. Metal working first? Oh, yeah. that would be so good. Um, hey, yep, okay. hi. If, if you're the metal working tourist TikTok uh, girl, um, hi. You're very pretty. Uh, hit my DMs. Okay, bye. In case, in case she listens to this. Yeah. So, uh, later the Doctor tries to teleport herself to the TARDIS, but she accidentally teleports all of them, herself, Ryan, Yasmin, and Graham, into deep space. Oh no. And they all suffocate and die. Oh no! Uh, no, the, the very next episode they're rescued by these pilots competing in an intergalactic race uh, across the galaxy onto this planet... Uh, where they are, like, they're racing to something called the Ghost Monument. Okay. Which is this, like, thing that comes and goes every few thousand years. It's very... It's the TARDIS. Cool. It's the TARDIS, yeah. I fucking knew it! Called shot, baby! Fabby, sniper, rifle... I know people can't see me, but Cassidy can. I'm making a bow motion, but, like, sniper, rifle... Called shot, mother. Mm. Yeah. So there's, they make, they go across the race and mm -hmm. stuff, and yeah, the TARDIS is stuck in mid phasing, so it keeps phasing out yeah. every f few thousand years. A uh, question: um, Is Moffat still writing at this point? No. Uh, okay. Jody marks the beginning of the Chibnall area, which I've era. only heard bad things about. I haven't seen it. But I haven't met a person who liked Chimnell. 
I like Chibnall's there writing, but mm-hmm. he... I think he's more suited to character-focused stuff rather than plot-focused stuff, which Doctor Who typically is. Um, yeah, so... Basically, there are a couple of incidents. Uh, there are these, like, cloth ghosts mm-hmm. uh, that are like, Oh, you've forgotten stuff, Doctor. The timeless child! What? And that's going to be a big running thing. Uh, eventually, uh, the Doctor finds the TARDIS as it's going in, and she uses the sonic screwdriver to fully rematerialize it. And she says, Oh, my TARDIS! Come to, come to Daddy! I mean, come to Mummy! Does she say that? Does she, she literally, literally say says that? that? I don't know how I feel about that. It's Jodie... Okay, question. I have an important question. Let me drink a little bit of my totally non-alcoholic monster drink I have here. Yes. Is Jodie Foster... That's her name, right? Or no? Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Foster is completely different. Different person. Jodie Whittaker. Is Jodie Whittaker daddy? Or is Jodie no. Whittaker mommy? She's just kind of there like she's she's not daddy and she's not mommy no okay she i'm not saying she's not the right age for it but she doesn't really have like that sort of enough energy either daddy vibes or mommy vibes she doesn't no okay that's fair that's fair that's fair that's fair i've dropped the clip in the chat Uh, okay sure of uh, the doctor saying, "Come to daddy." Are I mean, we come watching to this at the same time? Uh it's it's only the first few seconds, so you okay. just watch it as as at your leisure. Come to daddy. I mean, mommy. I mean, that's not a bad line. I don't love her delivery. Okay, it's. Are you it's ready? Not, it's not a horny delivery. Are you ready for my hot take of someone who hasn't give me, seen give me your hot a takes. single thing of Whitaker's Doctor? Hmm. She should have been played by a trans woman. I mean, probably. Because yeah. you're going to make those jokes. They're making that joke right there. Yeah. She should have been played by a trans woman. Yeah. That, that's, that's my hot take. What's Rebecca yes. Root doing right now? Okay, uh, next episode, uh, it's Rosa. They turn up in... They turn up in Montgomery, Alabama in 1955. Oh, Rosa Parks. You just said Rosa, and I'm like, yeah, who's Rosa? And the climax of the episode is them all taking up space on the bus, so Uh Rosa has no choice but to sit sit in the white people section. Uh, I hate this. Yeah. Though they hate it as well. They the characters are like because they're fighting a guy who was like trying to disrupt the timeline and stop Rosa from doing this planned bo- event. Like so they realize that oh shit, not enough t- people are getting on the bus. We have to be here for this. I just feel don't Which, write that. Write that still differently. not good. Still not good. Write that very yeah. differently. 
Oh, uh, and the bad guy is named Crasco, and he has a chip in his brain that means he can't actually kill people. Okay. He's also just a racist, which is why he's gone Great. back and tried to stop Rosa. Lo- love it. You know what? I, I'm just going to throw a blank statement. Maybe, maybe Doctor Who doesn't have the chops to deal with racism. I don't think so. No. So, m- m- unless they have black writers or people of color in the staff, maybe they shouldn't try to do... The- you don't want to do Green Book, which this is what this feels. Green okay. Book, the um, Doctor Who episode. The f- primary writing credit on Rosa is a black woman. Okay. Oh, yeah, she was also the first black woman to write for Doctor Who, which... Did she write hmm. any other episodes other than this one? Uh, she has television scripts. She she has written episodes of something called Biker's Grove, WYSIWYG, Pig Heart Boy. So the answer's no. They made her write... See, like, at that point, I don't know how much is her writing and how much is... It's co-written by Chris Chibnall. Yeah. Yeah. But she's actually pretty prevalent. She's been in and out of writing novels and stuff since the 90s. I'd be interested what she can do with a free ring. Hmm. Uh, Also, she got a Hugo Award for writing Rosa, which, fair enough. Sure. All I've heard yeah. of it sounds bad, but if you told me it was good, i believe you. I mean, parts of it, bad. But you, parts of it, I think you can tell there are bits where uh, the writer Marjorie Blackman is just taking her, like, her enjoying pissing off uh, historical racists. Mm. Like uh, the bus driver, who's... Yeah, he's a major character in the episode. Uh, then there's arachnids in the UK. Hey, you re- you remember how they didn't handle racism well? Uh, do you want to see how they handle uh, Donald Trump? What? No. He wasn't in the episode, but it was like, like a character who was basically... Uh, sure. Uh, basically, there was pollution going on underneath... Uh, hotel that was being built by this shady businessman and spiders from a lab were mutating Uh, they were becoming giant and eating people yeah sure it was fine I mean I don't like the character he returns in a Christmas special that's annoying um there is the Saranga conundrum, where there's this little alien Stitch character that eats everything, including the ship that the they turn up on. Cool. Uh, there's this. There's actually a pretty cool like character study between this brother and sister who are like arguing over like their parents' like favor or whatever and mm. their expectations, and that's cool. Um, sure. There's a pregnant guy, and Ryan and Graham help him give birth. Is he trans? Uh, well, he's like a future person, so... Is he played by a trans person? No. Then that's fucked up. Yeah. 
In his words, yeah. boys give birth to boys and girls give birth to girls. Yeah. Why? 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 Yeah. Why? Kathy, why? Yeah, you're right. I'm starting to turn around on these episodes. Hi, do uh, you remember but... a little podcast known as uh, Let's Seal a Podcast? Where you yeah, it's me... happening again! Where you told you're me doing Leverage it again. was good, and then we watched it, and I made you not mm. like Leverage? You're right, yeah. Uh... I'm sorry although... that I'm this person, but like, why? There is a funny joke where he says he's going to name it after give the baby an Earth name mm-hmm. for these Earth people helping him, and uh, they're like, "Oh, you're going to name it after one of us," and he's like, "I'm going to name it Avocado after one of your folklore heroes." I do love avocados, aguacate. And he says he wouldn't name it after Ryan or Graham because the kid would get teased mercilessly at school. Great. That that's kind of that's the joke. And then there's Demons of the Punjab, Mm -hmm. who which was written by an Indian man. Okay. It takes place in partition between India and Pakistan. Okay. Uh. I don't really have the context to talk about it properly. Yeah, like, with Rosa. No, nothing about that. But like from what I've heard of uh Indian British people that I know of, mm-hmm. like it's actually a pretty good episode. And like okay. And like taking the focus off Britain so much is very good. Also it sets up a lot of things for the next season like and ha- stuff like with the British Empire and stuff, because the British Empire just they screwed over India in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, then there's Space Amazon. Huh? Yeah, okay. they're trying real hard to be uh, contemporary. Uh, very contemporary this season. Um, they go to Space Amazon. It's called Kablam. Not much to say about it, except it's like, bubble wrap will kill you, because it contains explosive gas or whatever. Is it at least because it was cheaper? Oh, no, it's, uh, they were putting it in there as, like, someone hacked the system and was putting okay. it in there as, so a, like, So, it's space Amazon, but it doesn't do a criticism of Amazon. No, Amazon just gets off. It, it's the people who are Why? protesting the con- Why are you writing this? Why? I don't know. It who didn't is go this for? Right God, oh. this is like big Let's Seal a Podcast energy we're having tonight. Babe. Ah, oh, uh-huh. it's so good. You missed The it. Witch Finders. A yes. historical tits. No, uh, what with tits? Ki- uh, you're just saying With King James I as played by... Um, Alan Cumming. Oh, I like Alan Cumming. Yeah. He's clear, I'm pretty sure. He is. And King James, notoriously queer. Mm -hmm. Um, There are are some witches made from mud. People possessed by sentient mud. Yeah, Yeah. that's what happens. Um, Yeah, that's basically it. Um... Oh, then there's this, like, Nordic character-driven mystery in It Takes You Away. 
Okay. Basically, they find a girl in a cabin in Norway. Sure. As you do. She's been abandoned by her father. Let and me... there's a monster in the woods. Okay. Yeah, t- talk to me about that. So, the doctor finds out there isn't a monster in the woods. It's a sound system that the dad has set up to keep his daughter isolated. Okay. Because because the daughter is also blind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, it turns out, this house, uh, it's connected to a pocket dimension. Huh. And the dad has gone into the pocket dimension, uh, neglected his parental duties, and is hanging out with the ghost of his dead wife. Hmm. Which is actually this, like, psychic entity known as the Solar Tract, which also takes the form of Grace. And it's like a bit of a, like a, like a sort of a catharsis for Ryan and Graham about her death. And it doesn't make up for her not being a companion in the series, but, like, also the dimension is collapsing or something, and the Doctor convinces the Solar Tract to leave and it takes the form of a frog because Grace always liked frogs and it says I form- find this form delightful. Um are we still talking about the Norwegian episode? Yes. Okay, oh, let me there, know when we finish that. And there and there was an imp in the in between space, but okay. yeah. Now we're finished. Okay. Tell me your, tell me so your story. not not Norwegian, but can I take us on a diversion about a Swedish thing? Tell me about the Swedish thing. Are you familiar with the film or the novel Let the Right One In? I have heard the name before, but I can't remember the plot. It's about a Swedish kid who meets uh uh, who meets a girl uh, about mm. his age, and it turns out she's a vampire, and like mm. uh, she like fights some bullies for him, and it's like a horror movie, uh, but it's also like psychological. Um, uh, did you know that the girl in that movie and in that book is mm. trans? The character, not the actor. Mm. Okay. Uh, in the original novel, it's more explicit in, it's shitty, by the way, she's trans, but it's shitty, and the book is, like, shitty and transphobic, in the movie, there's one line where she says, I'm not a girl, uh, Hmm. but Hmm. I don't care, Yeah, this person has made a trans vampire girl, and I'm gonna protect uh, Ellie in my heart, Forever. We can move on. Let the right one in walked so Bit could run. Yeah. Yes. Let the yeah. right one in and Bit have about the same amount of references to the main character being trans. Give me a second, I need to make that tweet. I mean, Bit actually has a trans actress. Yes, but I say it references in the script. Yeah. Uh, let, uh, give me a second, I'm making the tweet. Let the right one in... And bid have the same amount uh, of script of lines in the script. I'm workshopping a tweet, y'all. This is what my life is like. 
amount of lines in the script talking about the trans trans characters transness. Let the right one in and bit have the same amount of lines in the script talking about the trans characters transness. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Posted. Posted. Uh, nice. Tell me about Doctor Who. Okay, there's the final episode of the series is called The Battle of Ranskor Avkolos. The bad guy from the first episode of the season okay. turns back up again. He's taken over a cult. Um, that's basically all we Just need to because? say about that. Sure. It's, it's, it's bad. a bit of an ugh episode. Okay. It's not bad, but like the planet's kind of psychic, yada yada. Mark sure. Addy is in it. Uh, okay. Notable for being um, Bobby Baratheon in Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. He's also in that one American sitcom, which is very funny to me. Uh, uh, the Mark letter? Addy, American sitcom. Uh, still standing. He's like the dad and still standing. Oh. Hmm. He was Fred Flintstone in The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Uh, we're still standing. Yeah, still it was a CBS standing. sitcom. That's the first time I saw him. It's like cool. a very, very whatever sitcom. Uh, but it's very funny because he has an American accent. And then I saw him in Game of Thrones. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah. Uh, the holiday special, uh, some archaeologists unearth, like, this organic thing in Sheffield, where mm-hmm. Ryan, Yaz, and Graham are from. Mm-hmm. Um, the Doctor is alerted to its presence. Uh, meanwhile, it's escaped and basically possessed one of the archaeologists... Oh, you, it, you it, can't bo- it it's bad. It's 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 like venom but bad. It's not horny at all. Uh, a sample of this creature's slime, while the squid-like creature attaches itself to Lynn's back. Hmm. Uh, so it goes to Unit, which has apparently been shut down. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time weird. we saw Unit in the last Capaldi last- season? Second last, I think. Okay. Yeah, in um, the Zygon two-parter. Mm. Uh, so it is working on something, and the Doctor does the DNA test on the slime, and oh shit, that's a Dalek. And it's revealed that the Dalek has rebuilt a makeshift casing out of scrap metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the Doctor defeats a... Uh, tries to summon a battle fleet, but it, she, like, roasts it using a microwave mm-hmm. uh, brought by Ryan's dad. Yeah. Oh, and it gets released into a supernova. Nice. And the casing is all melted and stuff. Oh, so that's why people were talking about David Cage. Yeah. Star Wars Quantic Dream? What? Mm. Why is yeah. anyone working with them? I don't know. Uh, Series 12. Yeah. Series 12. 
This is the season that has Vol. It it took too long. It pro- there's probably more before this. <laughs> there's probably more before this. It it's not like that sort of vor. It's V O R, but it's a Google analysis. Oh, V O R, the character from Kingdom Hearts, Vor. Sure. Who went to school with Cyanord and Oracus. Yeah. Vor from Kingdom Hearts Road to Heaven? I can't remember the name of that. That game, that mobile game. Hmm. Yeah, so basically the Doctor is taken to MI6 to investigate some mysterious deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So they fly down to Australia to the outback. Hey! To you this live house there. Belong- I live there. Um, yeah, their only lead is this guy called Daniel Barton, CEO of Vore. <laughs> Great. Love to um, be the CEO of Vore. Yeah. So they go to O's house, which is one of those like old like colonial Australian houses okay. with the wraparound uh, I have a question thing. is there any um, non-white Australian people in this this episode there are no characters in Australia except for O oh, okay he isn't white though okay. he's not Australian but he's not white okay. he's uh, played by Sasha Dewan okay that's yeah. something yeah, um, so, um, yeah, find Owen the Outback. Oh, there are these weird, like, humanoid glowy things that keep popping up. Uh, one of them kills the head of MI6. Yaz gets teleported into a weird dimension by one of them. Okay. Um... The oh, the four of them head to like the Vor CEO's party. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all discovered, um, and they try to chase him onto a private jet. And oh, don't don't chase some... Bor. I'm just gonna say it. Don't don't chase Bor. Okay, so they get onto the plane, and I'm gonna put a scene in the chat, and I want us to watch it together. Okay. Give me one second. Uh, so, uh, so I am at zero zero zero. Cool. And pressing play in three, two, one, go. Jody in a suit looks looks all right. She looks good. She's approaching Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, O slipped up. He's supposed to be a champion sprinter, but uh uh-oh. Is he the master? Ah, damn, you guessed it already. New Who has one villain. New Who has one villain. You're right. He plays it very well. Yeah. He's he's kind of smug. I like that. 
Good, good, good master. Is he the first master played by a person of color? Um. Well, hmm. if we count, uh, uh, what's his name? He made him small! He's a tissue compressor! He made him tiny. Good callback. He's been in deep cover. Is he the one after Missy? He's the one after Missy, yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to the Doctor Who YouTube channel. I'm good. Um, let me let me just check a thing real quick. Actors who have played the Master. So, uh, I've looked it up, and I yeah, no, because Roger Dragado was a British actor. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He's Belgian and Spanish, so he's not yeah. a person of color. But also uh, at the same time, kinda weird that like they cast like I don't know if this is entirely correct, but England and Spain have had a bit of a grudge for a few hundred years. Yeah, mm. but but he was British he was he had yeah. he was Belgian and Spanish, but he was born in England, so like Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like, the first person of color to play the Master. Mm. Does he yeah. play them for more than one episode? Yes. Okay, He plays good. him in Spyfall Part 1, Spyfall Part 2, and a couple of other episodes. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, then the second part, it's more of, like, a bit of a romp. Um, the Doctor You're a bit e of a meets... romp. Thank you. Uh, the Doctor meets Ada Lovelace. Mm -hmm. um, uh, she was, like, one of the first computer programmers... Okay. Like, pre-World War computers. Like, that's how yeah. primitive it was. Um, there's a bit of a shitty bit where the Master, uh, like, disguises himself as a Nazi and uses, a, like, a sort of cloaking device to get them to follow him. And then the Does Doctor turns his... it off. The Does Doctor he... turns it off okay. to get away from him when they see he isn't white. And that's not good. I mean, they are Nazis. They are Nazis, but the the optics not great. No, um, not great. She meets a radio technician from the resistance in France called uh, Noor Inayat Khan, who is apparently a pretty famous person right. in France and England. Uh, the master claims that he destroyed Gallifrey. Uh. Oh, uh, the 
the plan is for the weird dimensional aliens to rewrite humanity's DNA, yada yada yada, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the Doctor exposes that the Master is dull dealing with the alien things, and yada yada yada. The okay. Doctor also visits Gallifrey, and it has been destroyed. Okay. And learns from him, from a recording of him, that their all their lives were based on lies. Is this this is post war Gallifrey, right? This is post war, post recovered Gallifrey. Okay, cool. This is so the Gallifrey has been destroyed mm-hmm. after the Time War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's an episode on a future vacation spa with like. But it's also a future Earth, so it's a climate change well, metaphor that's done very badly. Um, yeah, uh, Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Nikola Tesla mm. is... There. Is Nikola Tesla a god of lightning? No. Okay, that's what he is in, in Fate. He's like a god that controls lightning. Uh, he is called Thor. the man from the stars. Mm. Uh, Edison hates him. Edison's a big lion man. I should talk to you about fate one of these days. Talk to me about fate. You should get drunk and I should talk to you about fate. Mm. Um, there are some aliens or whatever. Thomas Edison is the bad guy. One of the bad guys in it. He's just oh, a dickhead he- as he is. Is he a big lion? Can I show you? Can okay? Show can I me, show me Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla, please. And Nikola Tesla, of course. I wish I hadn't said the things, and then I would show you both of them and have you decide which one is which. Uh, but I sadly I ruined the bit. Uh, this is official art. This is not like fan art. This is what the character looks like in the game. Open image and new tab. Cool. Okay, this is Thomas Edison. Oh, I totally posted that in a random Discord. Deleting that real quick. <laughs> no one saw anything. Uh, where am I? No. There we are. Is that I the see right you. one? Yes. Let the right one in. That's Thomas He's Edison. huge. He's All Might from My Hero Academia. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll give you uh, Tesla from Fate. Uh, cool. Uh, open image and new tab. This this is Nikola Tesla. They fight against each other during the nice. America chapter and then like join each other for a bit. Yeah. That's oh, that's Nikola very Tesla. Cool. Why does he have long hair? He's like an anime pre-boy. He's not supposed to have long hair. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I can find umbrage with. Not the... Electrical powers, or the fact do you that have Thomas any Edison other lion. favorite historical figures you want me to show you their fate versions? Uh, I know Joan of Arc is in there. Show me Joan of Arc. Uh, 
which one? There's like eight Joan of Arts. Oh my god. Uh, because, okay, so here we go. Here we go. You have fallen for my trap card. Show me them. You have activated Show me my Jean trap the card. Arc. John the Ark. This is open image, a new tab. Okay, so this is normal John the Ark. Yeah, pretty normal. She has uh, blonde hair. Yeah, and she a bright, has blonde white. Hair. She's supposed to have a bob. No, and black hair. Uh, and then, if I say the words John the Ark altar. Uh, mm -hmm. Is the evil version of John the Ark because th this is the version of her that was uh, like, what if she was a a, a witch? A witch. What if she was Ooh. actually a witch? Oh, she she's got um, she's been um, fuck. What's it called? What's the guy from Kingdom Hearts? Uh, Sora. Yes. What's... She's been naughted. She's uh, naughted, John for Ark. The last... There's more, but I'm just going to show you one more. Um, so, you you met John the Ark Altar, right? Mm -hmm. So, what if I told you that for a Christmas event, John the Ark Altar was made into a little child, and she was made good and to love Christmas. This is John the Ark Alter Child Christmas. I don't like that. Me neither. Why does why does she have a bikini if she's a child? That's not good. That's why not does she have good. a bikini on if she's surrounded by snow? I mean, she's she's a spirit, right? Like it doesn't affect her. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. but so. Anyway, residual self-image, yeah, but unless like, you want hmm. me to hurt you more and tell me another historical figure, we can go back to Doctor Who. Um, how about, uh, can you give me? Are there any Arthurian characters? Everyone, choose one. Can I show you Mordred? Show me Mordred. Mordred is a trans dude. Nice. I mean, uh, at, that's that's just Mordred, as far as yeah. I'm, I'm concerned. Uh, He's always I been love, a trans dude. Yeah. I love Mordred in the armor. Uh, open the mention you tab. I love Mordred's armor. Uh, I'll I'll show it to you with the with the helmet too. But that's Mordred in the armor. Nice. Uh, I love him. If anyone listening wants to see like good Mordred stuff, the that's anime... actually a really good design for him. Yeah, the anime I... Fate Apocrypha. Mordred's one of the main characters, and I I highly recommend that. Uh, I know it's just because it's in his name, but mm -hmm. I I feel like Mordred has to have red detailing somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's that's I, the I like helmet. the bull helm. Yeah, uh, and then just uh, uh, can you give me Nimue? I I'll give you that in a second. I just want to give you because this is. This is an anime game. If you level up Mordred all the way, he takes off his armor and he's wearing this. Which I don't love. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. the armor's so much better. 
Uh, who am I checking? Can you spell me for me? N I M U E. N I M U E. My uh, other complete was Nemoe Fate. Nice. Uh, let me see. Is Nemoe the Lady of the Lake? Yes. Okay, give me a second. Uh, Lady of the Lake Fate. Yeah, in in Fate, she is only known as the Lady of the Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can get you an image of her. I don't. Has she been a character? Oh, oh uh, uh, has Stephen? she appeared? Yes. Um, okay, so it seems she is, so, in, uh, in Fate, you have your characters, your servants, right? Yes. Uh, and then you have, uh, in Fate Grand Order, you have this thing called Essence, which is basically things to power up, uh, power-up characters. Mm. Uh, and th- the Lady of the Lake is an essence. Mm. And it's just this image. Which is a pretty image, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, most... I'm, I'm literally in the Camelot chapter of the game right now. Nice. So, do you want to hear about Fugitive of the Judoon? Uh, sure. Tell me about Doctor Who after a fate break. Fate break! Fate break! So, in Gloucester, mm-hmm. the Judoon are on the search for a Remind fugitive. Remind me who a Judoon was. The Judoon are the space rhinos who are also cops. Yes. Hmm. So, uh, the Doctor questions Lee and Ruth Clayton, a married couple... And Graham, Ryan, and Yaz are teleported to a spaceship piloted by one Jack Harkness. Okay. Is that name not ringing any bells? Yes, I know who Jack Harkness is. Okay. Uh, So, Lee Clayton surrenders and is killed by the lady in charge of the Jadoon, named Gat. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Doctor and Ruth are surrounded by the Jadoon, and Ruth just breaks out into, like, Venusian Aikido, and she's like, well, how the hell did I do that? Um, the, a text from Lee leads them to a lighthouse, and unable to teleport the Doctor, Harkness gives the companions a message from the future and is forced to teleport away, returning them to Gloucester. Ruth finds an alarm box outside and breaks breaks it and is engulfed in energy. Meanwhile, the Doctor discovers a buried TARDIS, shaped like a, f- a police phone box. Uh, Ruth shows up. She's got a change of clothes. She claims that this TARDIS is hers and that she is the Doctor. Mm. Uh, Ruth is played by... 
keep forgetting her name. Damn it. Uh, Joy Martin. Uh, this marks the first occasion where the Doctor is played by a person of colour. Mm, really? Yeah, I am just sending you through her and Jodie in their costumes. She's, she's got a bit of a thing going on. She's she's decked out pretty nice. She's got a bit of a bit of bit of bit of two bit of six mm-hmm. going on. Very good, IMO. Good luck. Yeah, she should she should be the next doctor. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Uh but huh? The the doctor, our doctor, Jody, doesn't remember being Ruth, and Ruth doesn't remember being her, so huh. who, who came first? Did, did Ruth just forget, or is pretending she forgot? So, uh, Ruth explains that she once worked for Gat, and hid her identity with the chameleon arch. You know, the fobwatch thing? The thing I that, mean, yeah, yeah, the chameleon arch, yeah. Yeah. So, the TARDIS is brought onto the Jadoon ship, Gat is under orders to bring Ruth back to Gallifrey to something called the Division. Okay. Um, Ruth takes out Gat, the lady she used to work for, and the episode ends with the mystery of the two Doctors unexplained. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, there's an episode about... Um, evil plastic virus that covers people in this, like, crystalline mm-hmm. plastic substance. Br- mm-hmm. First broadcast on the 2nd of February 2020. Prime placing for a disease episode. Love it. Uh, yeah? David Cage is making a Star Wars game. Yeah! No! On Twitter. Fuck! Did Shit! You not- I told you! I said Quantic Dream is making a Star Wars game. Oh, I didn't hear the Star Wars bit. I hate that. Yeah. That's, uh. why, said, that's why everyone's talking about David Cage. It has the racist uh, federation piece. It has the racist federation. federation. Yeah. The race, the, the trade race. federation. Oh, great. great. Just what I always wanted. Um, It has a gay couple in it. Okay. That's basically hey, all about babe, the episode. Babe, babe, we are a gay couple. Oh, nice. We're a homosexual couple. Oh, nice. Um, There's an episode, Can You Hear Me? Which is a very special episode about talking about your mental health issues. Basically, it's a bunch of aliens that are sucking nightmares out of people. And to do that, they, their fingers float off and plug into your ears. Which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, the, these weird dream eater aliens are just tricked back into imprisonment. And then we get to the season finale three-parter, which starts with a trip to 1816 Villa Diodati on Lake Geneva to witness Mary Shelley gain, write uh, her mm-hmm. novel Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein, 
uh, aka hmm. Fran. She doesn't like using the name Frankenstein. Tell me about. She goes by the server Berserker. Sorry, uh, she is one of my favorite characters in Fate. Tell and me I about Frank. Own merch. Tell, so tell me about Fran. You. This is Fran. Nice. She is the girlfriend is... of Mordred. Nice. Uh, Is she she the doctor or the creation? Uh, She is the creation. Nice. Uh, She hates the doctor. Uh, Her whole deal Oh, she hates the doctor? Oh, no. Her whole deal is that she was created because the doctor, Frankenstein, wanted to resuscitate his, like, wife or lover. I mean, Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. And then she was like... I I want the mate. I want the partner. Um, and but she's very cute in she the found anime. A nice boy. Nice. Fake the poker pop, which I recommend. She only says berserker, and it's very cute. Cool. Um. Yeah. Uh. Turns out the villa might be haunted, and Mary's future okay. husband Percy Shelley has gone missing. Uh. There is a proto Cyberman. Uh, an unfinished Cyberman named Ashad that is seeking the Siberium, the collected knowledge and liquid metal archive of the Cybermen. Uh, turns out Percy Shelley has been possessed by the Siberium. And he's going crazy. Uh, the Siberium is creating haunting imagery to prevent discovery. And uh, Jack's warning comes back. Uh, He says, beware the lone Cyberman. Uh, uh, But the Doctor decides that that it's too important. Percy Shelley is too important because apparently he's like some sort of poet or something and very influential but nowhere near as famous as his wife to to extract it from him and give it to the Cyberman Ashad. Uh, and the events of the night with this behemoth Ashad, the the half-finished Cyberman, uh, inspires Mary Shelley to write the modern Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the ascension of the Cyberman and the timeless children. Basically, the Doctor and Companions uh, going to the future to try and fight the Siberium, because the Doctor kind of fucked that up. Uh, they travel aboard, like, a ship and to a wormhole, which is apparently, like, some sort of a sanctuary. But the last second as they're about to jump in, the Master jumps through it from the other side and tells the Doctor that everything is about to change forever. This is Sasha Dwan's Master, by the way. He's back. Mm. And he teleports her to Gallifrey, where he puts her in the Matrix. It's literally called The Matrix, and it is The Matrix. Huh. While there, he reveals... Oh, yeah, yeah, but The Matrix was an old thing from Mm. old who before the movies, The Matrix. Oh, Yes, no. The Matrix is a thing from old who and Gallifrey. All the computers, all the technology in Gallifrey is connected to The Matrix. Okay, that's pretty cool. Hi, so, the old Who fan is here. Thank you. Thank you, old Who fan. Uh, so, it turns out Gallifrey invented regeneration. They didn't just evolve it naturally. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it's revealed that there was an orphan child who was found in uh, like this, like w- do they near mention this the vampires? They don't mention vampires. Oh, okay, damn. Before so, before Gallifrey, where Gallifrey, there was a race of vampires they took regeneration from. Anyway, so this is old who stuff. Okay, so um, this one, this Gallifreyan called Tectaeun took the took the child and eventually realized that the child can regenerate after intense injury and basically uh did some science stuff extracted it extracted the regeneration juice and basically led to cre- the creation of the time lords meanwhile the master contacts a shad to lead the cyberman to gallifrey and he kills a shad and absorbs the Siberium. Hmm. He then... Is, is, is Alpha and Omega, any of those people are here? No, they're not here. Okay. They're all dead. Sure. So the Master then converts dead Time Lords into Cybermen, which he has called the Cybermasters. Sure. They have a design... Okay. I am putting it... Pulling it up now. They've they've got, like, Gallifreyan inscriptions. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It's sure. fine. It's a Gallifreyan... Like it's like a, a Gallifreyan Cyberman, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And they can regenerate. So huh. they basically are immortal. That's interesting. Uh, so... Uh, Ruth is also in the Matrix, and she mm-hmm. helps the Doctor escape. And turns out that child that Tecteon abducted to get the regeneration juice, that was the Doctor. And her memories from her I previous sets of lives have been erased over and over again. Whenever she got too rebellious, they were erased. I hate that. Why why do you hate that? I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old nerd, but I like when the doctor was a rebellious kid from Gallifrey. I agree with you on that. Who had a band with the master and he escaped. I don't like him being special. I don't like when the doctor is special. Hmm. The doctor's just a dude. He should. The only reason he should be special is because he goes around and flies. I never yeah. liked when he was the last of the Time Lords. I never liked when he does this thing of him being like the thing they base regeneration off. I hate it. The Doctor yeah. should be just a person. I agree with you on that. But the fact that the Time Lords, their society was based on like something stolen from uh basically someone who was very they like abducted mm-hmm. uh there was a lot of talk about how that was a lot of like in england that was a big thing like mm-hmm. they were confronting a lot of facts about the british empire and how they you had profited off imperialization and colonization that's fair I'm just saying, as the the lore nerd that I am, I don't like when the Doctor's special. I didn't like it when Rose was special. I didn't like it when Clara was special. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I think it takes away from. It does, yeah. From it takes away from. Yeah. 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 Uh. So. Um. Don't know. Death particle. Uh. And the doctor is arrested at the end of the episode. Right. Um. She opens the revolution of the Daleks. With reciting Harry Potter. And I fucking hate it here. Wait, Harry Potter? What? What? Yeah. What? what year is this? 2021. January 1st. Why? It's the BBC. They're shit. Fuck uh, the so, BBC. you remember that reconnaissance Dalek that got melted last year after it built itself a shit casing? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been bought by the Trump XP, uh, who has used it to create its designs to create a police drone, and taken swabs the inside to gather genetic material, and he's got a scientist growing clones of the pilot in his labs. Uh, so basically they're building human Daleks, human-made Daleks. Uh, new Prime Minister, uh, notable shithead, Mm -hmm. uh, gives these Dalek prototypes to the police. To use as riot police. Uh, no, it's a fictional Prime Minister called Joe Patterson. Uh, uh, projected to be elected Prime Minister. Um... The Doctor has been in prison for a number of decades. Jack Harkness breaks her free. Um... So, the Daleks break free and teleport them into the defense drones. And to get rid of them, the Doctor decides to signal the Dalek fleet. Who, because these Daleks aren't actually real Daleks, they eliminate Mm -hmm. these Daleks. Mm -hmm. Um, Trump XB tries to make an alliance with the Daleks. Uh, They rig the Dalek ship with explosives. Um, uh, the Doctor tricks the Daleks into another TARDIS, uh, that they took to escape from the Gallifrey, uh, where it's said to be transported to the void to be destroyed, and Ryan and Graham live as companions, but Yasmin Khan stays. Mm-hmm. And so now we reach the current season. The current season okay. called Flux. Um, Flux. It starts with the Halloween apocalypse. And the Doctor and Yaz, they're in a bit of trouble. And they're after a dog alien who is basically Chewbacca. They're after Chewbacca, okay. Uh, Chewbacca kidnaps this guy called Dan Lewis, who is basically just Graham, played by a different actor. But he is, okay. he is like he works at a charity and stuff. Okay. And he, he's like a history nerd about Liverpool. Okay. Um, there's this weird alien called Swarm who shares a history with her, but she doesn't know. She doesn't know. What's yeah. her name? Uh, the uh, alien the is... The doesn't know. Uh, the doctor doesn't know. But the Swarm... doctor doesn't know. The doctor doesn't know. The doctor doesn't know. The... You remember that song? 
I, I, I remember. So, so uh, this swarm escapes the division, which is the oh, organization. Oh, Tom Clancy's the division. Tom Clancy's the division, which is basically yeah. Time Lord CIA, which was yeah, Tom the Clancy's organization the yes. responsible for erasing the Doctor's memories all those times. Okay. Still don't like that, but sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, our Weeping Angel sends a lady back to 1965, just after she's met the Doctor... Um, turns out this dog guy, Carvanista, he rescued Dan because he's man's best friend and every one of his species is genetically bonded to another human that they have to care for. And he's, he's Dan's, he's Dan's best friend, but he hates him because he's kind of a dick. The dog guy, not Dan. He's actually kind of okay. So, uh, the doctor was like, oh, what, are you invading or what? And no, uh, Easter says, no, uh, me and my species, the Lupari, get it? Because they're dog people, are going to save the earth from the flux. And all these ships turn up and they form a barrier over the earth, uh, as this wave of energy is approaching, uh, the flux. Uh, it destroys this, like, space outpost with this guy called Vinda on it. He evacuates. Um, and basically, the TARDIS gets flung back in time to avoid the the wave of encroaching death. That is the Flux, which is what the series is named after. Uh, historical thing... I should note that this season was in heavily impacted by the pandemic. So they basically halved the time, the number of episodes it's had, and made mm-hmm. it a serial, which mm-hmm. I think it has really suffered from. It was kind of huh. not good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, the Doctor, Yaz, and Dan go to the Crimean War. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not fighting the Russians, they're fighting the Sontarans. Sure. Yeah, and they meet Mary Seacole, historical figure and nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Dan gets sent back to Liverpool and he fights the Sontarans there. And Yaz is sent to a, like an old damaged temple beside uh, like an old Victorian guy and the guy from the... Outpost in the previous episode, Vinda. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Sontarans probably slipped past the Lupari's defences at the last second. And they're now launching an assault on all, like, times across history to make their victory absolute. Um, yeah, so the Doctor attacks in the Crimean War. Uh, Dan Starkey is there playing a Sontaran again. He's pretty good. He was playing Strax, if you remember that guy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he is executed uh, for mercy uh, because he got captured, and that's very dishonorable of him. Uh, Dan, the guy, he blows up the Sontarans in the present and somehow undoes the whole invasion. I don't mm. know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I know you talked about a historical nurse, so can I show you pictures of a historical nurse? 
Uh, tell me, tell me about your historical. Are nurse. you familiar with Florence Nightingale? I am, and uh, she was actually mentioned in the episode. Uh, this is her and Fate. Ah. Uh, are you familiar with how Fate has different classes? So there are sabers who use swords, archers who use bows or guns, lancers use lances, mm-hmm. uh, casters use magic, riders have like some sort of vehicle. And berserkers are like people who are mad with power, and they're very strong and powerful. Which one do you think Florence Nightingale is? Um, probably some sort of healer. If there's a healer, uh, there, there's not a healer class. Um, she is a berserker. She can heal, huh. but she's a berserker, and she throws beds at you. Huh. That's weird. She's great. She she can heal like her. Whole her noble phantasm, which is like her super attack, is healing mm. your whole party. But like, yeah, she just like has guns and throws grenades. And if you do a combo, her forked attack is the bed throwing. Interesting. Uh, apparently, Mary Seacole and Florence Nightingale have a, had a bit of a bit of a rivalry in later, like history stuff. Um, because there, people argue about who is more, like, uh, influential in the field of modern medicine. Mm. hmm Yeah. So, also, because Mary Seacole was black, there's a very... Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Given that huh. Florence Nightingale was white. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Also, because she... I uh, used uh, a lot of Jamaican and West African medicine. Mary Seacole. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, where, where's your beautiful face? There it is. Hi. Hi. Anyway, that's that's basically what that was. Uh, then next episode, the doctor goes to the temple. Um, and basically nothing happens. No, wait. At the end of War of the Sontans, the doctor goes to the temple and... Yaz and Vinda are hooked up to this machine and the entirety of time will flow through them and s- or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Doctor jumps everyone onto panels so she can have more time to figure things out. Uh, turns out this guy Vinda, who was on the scout station, he was mm-hmm. put there because he whistleblowed on the, like, head dictator guy of his, like, army. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, cool, cool. I mean, that's... I, I can appreciate that. He's he's cool. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we're watching a, a lady called Belle travel through the ruins of the universe, which isn't undone at the end of the season, by the way. The mm. 99% of the universe is just dead after this. Great. Yeah. Like I said... COVID impacted the season, I think. Um, and the Doctor yeah. views her own past with uh, where she was Ruth Doctor, uh, played by Joe Martin, and she was uh, attacking the... Oh, yeah, Swarm has a sister named Azure, and she and Az- he and Azure were, like, attacking this temple sometime in the past, and while... 
Joe Martin's doctor was working for the Time Lord CIA, the Division. Uh, they attacked this temple. Like, Swarm and Azure in the temple. The Ravagers, let's call them, because that's what mm-hmm, they're called. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, eventually, through that memory, the doctor figures out how to, like, do stuff uh, to save Yaz and Vinda in the present. She does the same thing. Um, yeah, uh, using this, like, hostage biomechanical organism called a passenger that Swarm Mm -hmm. and Azur have with them. It's like a TARDIS, but for people. But for, like, prisoning people. Hmm. It's just a guy who walks around, opens up his stomach, and then swallows people like gluttony from Fullmetal Argamist. Bad? Bad. Except with worse effects. Bad? Worse effects. Um... Yeah, that's basically it. And oh, and they're back on the TARDIS. And Yaz, uh, when she was in the time vortex, whatever, um, a weeping angel kept coming after her. And when they're back in the TARDIS, it jumps out of her phone because the image of an angel is itself an angel. She was also playing Resident right. Evil Four, mm-hmm. uh, with her sister in a like time vortex memories. So that was pretty cool. And also, the weeping angel turned up in the game. So. That was interesting. Um, uh, the doctor, the angel strands them in a village in the sixties, and uh, they find Claire, who talked to them earlier. Uh, there's weeping angels there. Apparently, this is like an angel's hunting ground, uh, and they're after the angel inside Claire because she's an oracle, and it's in her mind. Okay, sure. Yeah. I, I... I don't know. Sure? Yeah. Uh, Why the so, fuck not? And the rogue angel organizes with the Doctor to give uh, all her memories and info about Division back. Okay. Uh, Division is the main driving plot of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Division, yeah. Um, I remember. Uh, it's also got this guy called Dr. Eustatius Jericho in it. Uh, he's played by Mr. Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's actually Mr. pretty good. Gibbs. Okay. Mr. Joshua Gibbs. Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. And the final shot of the episode is the angels. Turns out the rogue angel has made a deal with all these angels coming to arrest it for the, for the division. Uh, okay. It's going to give over the doctor instead. And the angels sure. turn the doctor into an angel. I mean, I, when I first saw this episode, I thought, wow, we're finally getting confirmation that the Weeping Angels are, like, disgraced Time Lords, but no. 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 Anyway, uh... It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Shit happens. Sure. But no, it's it's nothing like that. Next episode, uh, Yaz... Dan and Eustatius Jericho are in 1901 because they got got by angels. Uh, And they're searching the world for artifacts and psychics to decipher when the world will end for some reason. Um, Mm -hmm. They meet this guy from history called uh, Joseph Williamson who was apparently like 
big in Liverpool and he just had people digging tunnels for money under Liverpool in the 1800s? He was called the Mad Mole. Um... Also, um, whatchamacallit, the, the guy Vinda used to work for, the Grand Serpent, names to run away from real fast, has infiltrated Unit for some reason. The whole Unit plotline is ridiculous and goes nowhere, so I'm just not going to talk about it anymore. Great. Kate Stewart is there, but she doesn't do anything. Kate? Yeah. Uh, the Weeping Angels transport the Doctor 2 Division's headquarters. And even though she, even though she looked all over the universe and couldn't find it, oh yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's not in the universe; it's outside the universe, right next between this one and the next one. Sure. Yeah. Um. Head of division is Tectayun. The Doctor's a uh, kidnapping adoptive mother. Uh, mother Gothel. Um. Yeah. Uh, they orchestrated the flux to kill the doctor, f- f- to like get rid of her once and for all. Uh, she's too much trouble. Yada yada yada, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, then Swarm and Azure turn up, and it turns out uh, the Ravagers—that's their group name—they were being used by Tectayun to like sow uh, discord around the universe and keep the doctor busy. But didn't anticipate that so many people in, through the Lupari ships would survive the flux. And so uh, they managed to harvest the energy of all those remaining people to transport themselves to the Division outside of the universe. Uh, then uh, they just killed Tectayun and yeah, Anne is about to do the same for her. Last episode of the season. Woo! Thank you for listening to all this. Every day. When the, doctor get, the Doctor gets split into three copies. One with sure. Azura and Swarm on the Division station. And mm-hmm. she just gets tortured with Swarm and Azura erasing her old memories and returning them and erasing them and returning them. And yada, yada, yada. It's apparently very painful. Um, sure. Yaz, Dan and Jericho time travel through Williamson's Tunnels to 2021, meet Kate Stewart in the second copy, and they do something to fight the Sontarans who have invaded again. Like I said, I think that they had to mix some things around this season because two Sontaran invasions in the space of two weeks just doesn't seem like the sort of thing you would forget. Um, yeah, the Sontarans uh, are there. They try and trick the Cybermen and Daleks into meeting them where the Flux will be. The second Flux, mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, and the Sontarans defeat all the Daleks and all the Cybermen, so I suppose they're gone now. It kind of went sure. downhill in this episode. It was alright before. Yeah, I feel but... like a lot, like too much. Yeah, it... It feels like they compressed so much into into just few episodes. Oh, um, when the Doctors, the copies of the Doctor meet, um, they flirt with each other and says, Oh, look at me, I'm such a cutie! Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of adorable. Um, they 
The Sontarans are then absorbed by the wave of antimatter, the flux. Um, and then they just let it eat Passenger, who, like we said, prisoner transport thing, but is also like the Matrix. The Matrix Matrix. Mm-hmm. And because it's infinite matter, and inf- meaning a limited amount of antimatter, it survives, the flux doesn't. Something happens. I, honestly, it was forgettable. It was very high stakes, very low impact. I, that's the episode I saw most recently, and I've forgotten half of anything that's gone on. (laughs) Great. I saw it less than five days ago, and I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but the next episode will be... A time loop story with some Daleks in, like, a post office, I think. Yeah. And that's it for Doctor Who. You're caught up. (sighs) Maybe Doctor Who is bad. Fabi, what do you think of Doctor Who? I sure like the audio dramas. Did you know that it has a Transformer companion in one of them? That's very cool. Yeah, the Seventh Doctor has a Transformer companion and some of the audio dramas that came out last year. That's nice. Uh, Do you think... Do you think... um, What's his name? The new showrunner who's the old showrunner. Russell T. Davis? Russell I, T. Davis. I think he'll be make, an improvement. Do you think he will have a trans woman as either the doctor or a companion? I think if it's going to happen during any showrunner's tenure, it'll happen during Russell's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I make, like, no, mis- make I, no mistake, I would prefer yeah. Joe Martin to go first because, like, mm. yeah. Yeah. I feel so. Here's here's my two cents. Knowing him, I feel like the only way we get a white doctor is if they're gay or trans. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise, it's probably gonna be a person of color. Yeah. I don't think he would do another another cis white person or cis straight white person. He has a lot of a lot of leeway. If anyone has the power to do it, it's Russell T. Davis, who has cast trans people before yeah. and people of color and openly queer people. If anyone could do it, it's him. Yeah. I get the feeling that the Doctor's sexuality is going to be less of a thing. Mm. Just because, like... I mean, I suppose he did sort of do that with Rose. And that was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if he does, then, like, hmm, if not, it's not going to be the Doctor who is Mm. Mm -hmm. the queer character, because Doctor always been, but also, yeah. Yeah. I could see him casting a trans person uh, and just having them be the, oh yeah, no, this is just what I turn into this time. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Honestly, kind Trans of... Trans actress or actor. I'd be fine either way. Maybe Bethany Black. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Bethany Black. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Shall we finish recording? Do you want to say anything? Uh, I am so tired. I'm so sorry I forced you to do this. Do you have I'm fun never, at least? I love you. Yeah. Oh, uh, I just looking back on that. You're right. It's bad. <laughs> it's been bad. It's been bad, everyone. See ya. Bye. <sighs>